Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. Um, well, welcome back to our uh, podcast. I'm Amanda and I'm Erica. Hi. And we are here to talk about our jumping back into online dating after years of hiatus. Today, I thought we might share. Do you want to share our worst or our best, Erica? I think a little bit of both. Why not both? You know, okay, just like some, of, like some of our experiences, like especially like in the before before time like in the before times yeah all right well I guess um should I start with I'm going to start with my best online date which did not end that great but it was still like a really great date up until this and I think one of the things with online dating that makes it so difficult is that everybody when you first meet it's like they want a low stakes date so they're like hey let's meet for coffee or hey let's meet for drinks And it's like, to me, those dates are just, they're just killers. Like, they're so boring, right? So I went on a date with this guy, and this was a while ago. I honestly don't remember his name, so I'm going to call him Bob. That was not his name. But um, so he takes me out, and we went to walk around our city's zoo, and we chatted, and we walked, and it was so wonderful because it was a beautiful day, and we had things to kind of look at and talk about when there were lulls in the conversation, but we weren't, like, at a movie, so we could actually be having conversations. And so we went we went to the zoo, and then it was beautiful, and it was still pretty early, like, too early to eat, I guess. So we decided to go go play darts and have some drinks. And again, like, super fun. We were able to joke around, laugh, whatnot. Um, and then we go to dinner and we're sitting at dinner and we order our food. And again, I mean, I'm like riding high on this date. I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy is awesome. There is nothing wrong with him. I, you know, I really hope that we see each other again. This is going so well. I'm like all like very excited. And our food comes having a good conversation and our food comes and all of a sudden, He takes his fork and his knife and he starts cutting up, not his food. No, no. He starts cutting up the food on my plate as if I am a two-year-old child who cannot cut up my own food or chew large-sized pieces. And I was just like, what what is going on? Like, how is this happening? Like, he was so wonderful in so many ways. Like, what would possess someone, Erica, what would possess someone to cut up another adult person's food? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? So you're watching this unfold. Yeah. What is, what's, what's in your head when this is happening? In my head is is WTF, like what is happening? Does he did he forget that I'm not his child? And he just I was like, did he just kind of go into auto because he did have kids. He had he had a couple little kids. So I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, he must just be on autopilot. And when he is serving food, he's so used to cutting up someone else's plate. But I was so dumbfounded that I couldn't even say anything. And I, of course, you know, I have the, you know, it's been ingrained in me as like a Midwestern woman, you know, like don't make waves, be polite, all that stuff. So I was just like 
okay, I guess we're just going with this. And he didn't skip a beat. He did not at any point seem to register to him that like, oh, he messed up. He wasn't, you know, I was kind of waiting for him to be like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm so stupid. Like, sorry, of course you can cut up your own food. But no, it was like, just seemed totally natural to him. And I was like, oh, what? So, (laughs) but what I loved about that date was he was a really nice guy. And it kind of taught me like what kind of date I do want to go on. I don't ever, after that, I was like, I never want to go on another coffee date because even though ultimately, and I think we talked a little bit after that. It wasn't like I blew him off because that happened. We talked a little bit after that, but we had some big um, kind of worldview things that meant that we really weren't going to work out. But, um, and so he was a nice guy, but it's like, that was the, the greatest date because the, you know, icebreakers are there for you. Like, don't have anything to say. Oh, read about the tigers and say something about tigers while there's a lull in the conversation. Um, and then we went and played darts. So we had shared experiences instead of just sitting there trying to get to know each other with benign questions. So it was a really good date, but it ended very bizarrely. <laughs> <laughs> so just like curious. So after like it was all said and done and like you're like, it was great hanging out with you. Like. Like, and, and I know you said there were some other, com- there was further conversation in the world yeah. things. Like, so how, how does one just like gracefully step away, like from something like that? You're like, that was a fun time, but inherently not compatible. Like, yeah, not well, you, not me, you know. Fortunately, in that instance, although, um, I, I think honestly, it felt like we were both bummed about it, but I think we both just knew so, I mean, without getting into too much, and now I am in a different stage of life where, um, so, I mean, as you know, Erica, I'm religious, I'm Catholic, progressive Catholic, but I, it's important to me. And at this point, it was still kind of in my thinking that I was going to, you know, I was looking for somebody to potentially have kids with. And he had such a drastically different worldview from me that I just didn't, neither one of us felt like it was going to work um, if we were to go down that path. And so at that point, it was like, well, this isn't, you know, this is just we need to stop. So um, whereas now I don't think that that's as important to me because I am older and, you know, probably at this point not going to have kids unless they come into the relationship with the guy. Um, I mean, maybe not, but, you know, it's just not forefront in my mind anymore. And so I was not very good about about it, honestly. Like I was still it was hard for me to have that conversation, but it made it easier because we were both, we both kind of had like realized it, I think. So I did have to initiate the conversation, but, um, you know, I think we were both there. I never brought up the food cutting thing though. I was like, (laughs) I never ever mentioned it. So he could have gone on many more dates where he did that. And maybe he found the woman that loved being treated and and she saw it as, as him doting on her. Whereas I saw it as, as him potentially like being controlling you know, like, I mean, he wasn't, he was, he had a really great demeanor, but you know, I don't know. I'm always on a lookout for those things. Like, I don't know why I have this kind of fear of the overbearing man since like, there's really no men in my life who are like that, but you know, it, it just, it kind of gave me the creeps a little. Well, it does. And you know, like, you don't know him. It's not like something where you're like, Oh, this is the same, you know, or whatever. Like, and there's, there's weirdos out mm-hmm. there. You know, there's all sorts of people out there. So you kind of be like, eh, that might be endearing or you 
might be like kind of mm. so right. like, you have to yeah. they're on the side of safety like which is smart right. yeah uh, what about you do you have any like good date story I know I kind of cheated because mine was a good and a bad date but what what's like a good cool. date story you have oh, so good date I'll do an interesting and like the thing is all my real like my real interesting stuff is like people I met in real life like because like online dating it had been so long it had been like so sporadic and because it was still like online dating was still kind of in its infancy at that point, it was just, that's totally Wild West, but it's just like, ugh, like, uh, maybe I should give this a few years and come back to this. <laughs> but I mean, like, the one that, there's, like, two, but it's, again, it's my foggy memory. Like, the online dating, the one that was not great, I just remember we met up at some bar, and I, oh God, I couldn't tell you. I feel like it was in the Stuart area, but it had been so long, I don't, I don't even know. And, like, he was just... I almost want to remember that he he was a little bit older than me, and I like older guys, not super older, but like older, older, um, like you know, like up to about ten years max. And after that, it's like it's weird. But uh, and the weird thing is, like any guys who are like younger than if we weren't in high school at the same time, like potentially if we gone to like the year wise, if they're less than like four years, I'm like eh, I feel like I'm cradle robbing. It's weird, even though it's like so insignificant, like especially yeah. now. Well, at this uh, point, yeah. Yeah, um, but um, but I I think like he lived with his mom or something. But he was just so like it was clear like kind of why he was online dating. And I'm like, it was one of those. I'm like, we're gonna have this lovely conversation, and uh, this is not gonna happen again. But he, like super nice. But I'm like, the weird the vibes were there, and I'm just and this is from like mid to maybe late 20s max, like Erica. Okay. Like, so I'm clueless, but even I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know about this, you know. So there's that. And then there's like the second online one where we're like, got together well online. We met like like some sort of coffee shop. Again, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you where. And we were like, hey, you're pretty awesome, but there's zero spark. So we are just going to talk about like, Hey, how's life? Is life for, good for you? Yeah, it's pretty decent. You good? You're doing okay? Great. Hey, this was nice. Nice meeting you. Yeah. I guess that's see you later. Maybe. Probably not. Bye. You know. That's the worst. I'd rather have a terrible date than have one of those. It's just yeah. like it, it feels like it was boring and kind of a waste of an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, I try to make it like, hey, if we ever guess, you know, it's a midwestern city, so God right. who knows, like we might probably run. You know, and we probably wouldn't even, like, unless it had been within, like, a week or two of, like, this date, we probably wouldn't recognize each other again anyway. We met on the street, but at least be like, hey, like, right on, you're a person, I'm a person, we're both decent decent people, so right on. Right. Um, but the best, and not to, like, tell all these, like, stories, because I, I start rambling, but the best... I'll start with the worst and go with the best. So the worst on worst in real life was when I was in my very early 20s, probably probably just during 20, working at a regional grocery chain. I, I'm like, I hate being generic by this, but I don't know. Yeah. So, and this guy came in, I worked in the bakery department and he was like, good looking. He wasn't really my type because he's a little too like, like buff or whatever but it's like charming and funny and he asked me out and I'm like okay 
and he lived pretty, I mean, and because it was like the grocery store by his place, he obviously, you know, lived by, nearby. Yeah. So we set up this date and I go over to, and of course, being in my 20s, I have like no, like, no common sense whatsoever, like, or very little. So I'm like, yeah, I'll betray your house. What's the worst I can have? <laughs> oh my and God. I go over there. And another thing was he is, or he was at the time, a local member of our police department. So I'm like, well, surely you're an upstanding citizen because oh. you're an oh, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I go and we're supposed to go out and God, I forgot even what we were. We were supposed to go out somewhere, but I go over to this place and meet him. He's on his phone with his mother. And I don't I don't even want to like speculate, but. He is screaming at her, just like, and like, again, grown, kind of grown man, his own place, screaming at his mother on the phone. He's just like, and I forget what it was, but it was just like super hostile. It was just like, you don't tell me what to do. I mean, just like angry. I'm just like, whoa, dude, like besides the fact that I met you briefly at my work, this is the first five minutes of me being with you. And in your vicinity, and this is what I'm seeing. Did you go out with him still? Yeah, because I was just, I think it was more shocked. And again, because yeah. being a nice Midwestern girl, I'm like, right. don't make waves. It's fine. You don't know the situation. Maybe she's a terrible mother. I don't know. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm trying to we went. We went to like, I'm sure it was some restaurant or some bar or something. And he was just uh, super like alpha male. And I'm just like, holy smokes, I have got to get out away from this somehow. And somehow I like, I made it through this dinner or drinks or something. I'm like, oh, well, I have to go home. <laughs> it was super nice meeting you. And I'm just like, he bought it, you know, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know, um, but I just like steered clear. Like, and I'm just like, I have to quit my job. Like, oh my God, this guy is insane. I mean, it almost would have been okay if he was roided up, like if he had just right. like shot a bunch of steroids because I'm like, oh, maybe he's not quite, like he was just that unbalanced. And the funny thing is like, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll call you. Obviously never did. He never followed up. I don't know if he was interested. Like maybe he thought I was lame, hopefully. I don't know. But like we never saw each other again, which is good. But then there was a guy that I knew through a friend of mine who was also a local member of the police department. And I was telling him the story. He's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And I'm just oh like, my oh, my God. And he's just like, oh, yeah, he got kicked off the force. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know what he did. But apparently, like, that, that roid rage. Again, I don't know if this guy did steroids. Like I said, that would almost make sense. But he was such a bad cop, he got kicked off the force. Like, well, that's, <laughs> saying, that's saying a lot, too. That's I mean, a lot. So I'm <laughs> glad that I didn't, something more untoward did not happen to me. Right. Oh my but goodness. that lasts a very, very long time in my brain. I think that that is maybe, because I know a lot of people, and less so now, now it's normal to do online dating. But I know for a long time, people were always worried like, oh, online dating's not safe. But it's like, you know, at least when you meet somebody on online dating, they aren't necessarily in your circle. So you don't have to see them again if they're a, a dangerous person. Whereas like that guy could have kept showing up at your work or, or whatever. So luckily he didn't, but uh, that's crazy. Or ugh, I shouldn't say that. That's no, it's crazy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the 
wow. So I think we, it sounds like we both kind of have the, the Midwestern like peacemaker, don't make waves kind of thing. So do you feel, and you were young and like when I went out with the guy who cut up my food, that was, I mean, I was living with, I was living in the attic. And so, I mean, that was what, 12, 13 years ago. So I was quite a bit younger, um, still in my 20s. Do you think that you've changed and gotten more assertive? Although you, of course, were in a relationship for most of that time. But do you feel like you've gotten more assertive when there is a guy who's on a date that's acting a fool that you kind of were like, nope, not doing this? I think so, but only now because I had to have a few more. Because my thing is like, oh, I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe there's some underlying issue that I don't know about. Maybe I said something or I did something, you know, because I'm still part of that. Like, like I, I want to like be like maybe there's some extenuating circumstances that's not their right. fault. So I'm just like, OK, well, maybe, you know, it's just something I don't know about and they're totally fine. Right. And then after a while, and it's, it's weird because I do have this cutoff point where I'm just like, well, maybe. And then I'm like you know what, fuck this guy, you know, but it's a weird and it takes way too long to happen. Like, and then right. you're like, you, you're independent. I'm like, I am, but I'm just like, well, maybe I overthink it. I'm like, there's going to be something going on. I just don't understand. It's fine. Like, cause I'm like, people are inherently good. Right. So like when they act like <laughs> jackpots, at first I can't wrap my brain around it. Cause I'm like, oh, there's going to be something else, you know? Yeah, I think I've definitely gotten better at not taking bullshit early on. I'm definitely, you know, once I get to know somebody, I think I do go back. And I think it's good to give people the benefit of the doubt when you know them and figure out what's going on. But I do think I don't I don't put up with a lot in those first. And maybe I don't put up with enough in those first few dates. Yeah, but, um, you but I don't put up with with much. So, um this brings me to my my actual worst date ever, oh. uh, which again this was this was quite a while ago. I was um, so a couple things that listeners need to know about me is that I'm a big movie person, and when I go to the movie, all the okay, so all the altercations I've had in my entire life, I feel like have have revolved around movies or movie theaters um, because if I am watching a movie or if other people are watching a movie, I feel like the audience members should shut up and watch the movie. Unless you were at like Rocky Horror Picture Show or Mystery 3000, MSK 3000 or something. But like if people pay to go to the movie theater, even if you don't like the movie, like you need to respect the people who have bought the tickets and not ruin it for them. Um, So... (laughs) I don't know. This might be too long for our podcast, but um, so I had gone out with this guy and I'm just going to because I always have to name somebody. This was not his name, but I'm going to name him Roy. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely not his name. Um, So Roy and I had a really nice um, first date. It was like a great first date. Um, And we chatted on the phone a few times and then we were having our you know what? This might have been our third date. It was our second or third date, but it's hard to tell because we had talked so much during the week in between then. Um, And my memory isn't, isn't perfect, obviously, but we had gone to the movies and we were in one of those old movie theaters where everybody is like kind of packed in and 
Also, side note to the story is I was training for my first half marathon. And so I was following a very strict runner's diet because I had gone from not running at all to saying I'm going to run a half marathon. And so I was trying to do everything like, quote unquote, right, you know. And I told him all this and we had talked about it. And so he knew that I could I, basically that's why we were not going to do anything food related for our date, because I had already like had my dinner and I had a long run the next day. Um, and he had been like super accommodating for that. And it was great. So we go to the movie and um, we sit down. The movie has not started. We're chatting for like 10, 15 minutes. We got there pretty early. Um, we're just chatting about anything and everything. Um, and he waits until the movie starts. And then he leans over to me and he says, I'm going to go to the concession stand. Do you want anything? Erica, we had been there for 15 minutes. He could have gone and gotten something. And so I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm good. Thank you. And he, and then he, he doesn't stop there. Are you sure? Don't you want, are you sure you don't want some candy? Are you sure you don't want some popcorn? I was like, no, no, I'm good. And I'm like, of course, trying not to say anything. I'm just trying to like use head movements or whatever. But, you know, I make it clear I don't need anything. He goes to the concessions. He comes back. He's eating. He, of course, asked me what he missed at the movie. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. But like, I'm not, I can't, you know, we're in a small theater. And already at this point, the people in front of us are giving us that like head where they're like kind of turning around a little bit, but not fully around to look at us, but mm-hmm. they're letting us know that we need to be quiet. Yeah. So I am like growing so mortified because this is like, I mean, the movie theater is like a sacred place for me. <laughs> so, um, so, and then, so it's going along and he's not asking anything for a while. And then he opens his Reese's pieces and he asked me for if I want some Reese's Pieces. And I said, no, no, I'm good. And and he's like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure? And, he try- and so finally, I just take some Reese's Pieces because I, I just needed to stop talking. And so it goes on like this where he every once in a while is, is asking me a question or saying something and talking through the movie. And I, and I of course, am doing that thing, Erica, that we were talking about. And I'm, I'm like giving him the middle of the doubt. And like maybe because we were on a date, he felt like we should have been talking and you know, you want whatever, whatever. So we, we, we get up to leave and there was a, um, there was a frozen yogurt place nearby and he wanted to go. Oh, I think he asked me if I wanted to go to dinner and I was like, Oh, well, no, remember, you know, I'm training. And so I was like, well, I could go to the frozen yogurt. Like, cause I could just get some fruit and a little bit of yogurt. And, um, so we go there and we get our frozen yogurt and it was a beautiful night out. So we're talking and, and I say, um, so you're a bit of a movie talker, huh? And he he was like, well, yeah, I know. I love talking about movies. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love talking about movies, too. But I mean, in the movie theater, you were a little bit of a movie talker. Because and here's why I said something is as I was going to let it go like I, I would have done so many times before. But I was also thinking in my head, if I don't say something now, this is going to become a thing. Like, I, I was like, I need to kind of be joking about it and say something now so that he knows, like, going forward, like, hey, if we're in the movie theater, shut the fuck up, you know, or. <laughs> <laughs> so and I mean, I was very self-deprecating. I thought I thought I was being self-deprecating to myself, like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of a weirdo. I don't I don't talk during movies. I totally did the 
blame it on me. I'm overreacting, you know, to try to make light of it. And he got so irate, Erica. He took my frozen yogurt out of my hand and he said, are you done? I'm done. And he threw both of our frozen yogurts away. What? What? Yes. And then he was like, I think that's it. I think, I think it's a night. And I was like, okay. And so then he starts walking towards his car and we had driven separately. He starts walking towards his car. Well, awkward of awkwardness. My car is of course the same direction. So I start walking, you know, and he said, I'm not walking you to your car. And I said, Oh no. I said, I don't expect you to. My car is just down this way also. And so then the rest of the walk to where we did finally split off and go separate directions he proceeded to tell me how laid back he was and that he couldn't believe I was was not so laid back. And and he was like yelling and like so upset about it. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, real laid back. You're really coming across as laid back right now. And so after it all happened, of course, I was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have said anything like, oh, like I caused this fight. And then fortunately, very quickly, I was like, no. I maybe could have said it a little bit differently. Like I maybe could have approached it differently, but I don't think there was anything wrong with me having said that because he actually was acting inappropriate. Like in the movies, he was bothering other people. He was bothering me. And like, I'm sorry, dude, you don't just get to walk through your life thinking you're laid back when you're actually ruining everybody's evenings. So I I just like, I can still see it. When he grabbed the frozen yogurt out of my hand and threw both of our yogurts in the trash. It was hilarious. I mean, now I find it hilarious. Yeah. At the time, it was horrifying because you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, at the time, it was kind of scary, except for we were in, we weren't, like, alone because it was a bustling, like, outdoor neighborhood in our city. Um, and so I at no point felt unsafe, really. But it was like, a, oh, man, you blew up at this. Like, you couldn't handle this conversation. Yeah. So that was probably my worst. That was my worst date, which I guess all in all isn't a terrible. Like, it could have been worse. But, um, you know, it's it was still bad. It's it was still bad. Fun. Yes, it was bad. <laughs> and then and then it also sucked because we did meet online, but we had mutual friends. And so, of course, our mutual friends were hearing, like, I never heard his side of the story, but like, I know that our mutual friends were like getting conflicting reports about what happened. And of course, memory is not 100%. So but I, but that is how I recall it all going down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my worst date. (laughs) I will do the the best date, or at least the most memorable. Which is, so, again, this is mid-20s at this point. I was working at a uh, clothing shop that did vintage clothing and costumes. And so when I started working there, like, one of the the people who worked there that trained me was, like, super cool, like, tattoo. Not that, like, oh, my God, tattoos, but I mean, like, just tattoos and, like, blue hair and, like, single mom and like she like was and this again was like what late 90s ish Mm -hmm. like so raising her kid like vegetarian like just like super like but like not trying to be like I'm so awesome she was just awesome and so and I'm the newbie I'm like oh my god I don't know anything you're so cool and this guy uh came in 
and good looking guy, you know, and I'm like one of those people, like if somebody's super like pretty good looking, I'm like, oh, phew, <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything because you're clearly out of my league. So I'm just like, hey, dude, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. She goes, she looks at him. She goes and runs like back to the like the back of the shop. And I'm just like, oh, oh, shit, what's, what's going on? Like, what, what do you know? Like, because he's also like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, where, where is she going? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, hey, guy, what's up? What can I do for you? And he's just like, he's shopping, minding his own yeah. business, being normal, as far as I can right. tell. I'm just like, okay, that's weird, but here's your clothing, and here's, thank you for the money, and here's your change, and whatever else. And then he leaves, and she's like peeking out, like, is he gone? I'm just like, what is this going? Is he crazy? Like, what's going on with this guy? And she's just like, he's really hot, and I don't know how to deal with it, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like he's pretty good looking, but he's a nice guy. Like, I yeah. I don't see what the deal is. So he comes back in a couple days later, and I think somebody else is working. So whatever. And he's all like, hey, would you like to go out sometime for a drink? And I'm like. Like, like classic, like, is there somebody behind me? And I'm like, sure, question mark, I guess. And so, like, the minute he leaves, we, we make this appointment to, like, meet at a bar, like, down the street. And the ne- next night or that night or something. And I call my, my best friend at the time, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> this guy is like really kind of hot and he asked me out and it's weird. And, you know, and she's like, I got to meet him, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't know how to like not make that awkward. Like, she's like, I'll figure out something. Like I'll just swing by and drop by or whatever. I'm like, okay. So he and I like meet at this bar and we're outside because they had like a little patio area and we're just talking. And I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. And but he's super nice, and we like the same things. We both like vintage clothing and blah, 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 And so she drops by, and she chit-chats, and we're all like, hey, we're all hanging out or whatever. And, like, we have this great time. He's like, like, we should hang out again. I'm like, sure, dude. And then she calls me afterwards, and she's like, you didn't make a move on him, did you? And I'm like, no. You know? She's like, he's totally gay. And I'm like, oh. Oh, thank God. Okay, that me it's weird. Why would a gay guy ask me to like hang out with him? But I'm like, and I'm also I wasn't getting like the vibe. So I'm like, okay, like, but she's a little bit more savvy about stuff. So I'm like, well, I mean, I guess if you think so, like, you know, maybe I missed it, you know, or whatever. So he, you know, he's all like, you want to hang out again? And I'm like, sure. Cause now I'm like, oh, well, you're totally gay. Like I just misread the situation. My bad, you know? And then he like kisses me like a date or so later. And I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> and that ended up being my boyfriend for like five or six years. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, and at one point, I'm just like, you know, my friend thought you were totally gay. He's just like, I kind of get that a lot. Because he's just, like, good-looking and well-dressed. And, like, he's not effeminate at all. But he's just yeah. like, hey, guys, what's going on? And so, but it was, like, weird. Because, like, up until the point he kissed me, I'm just like, oh, we're just two, like, cool people hanging out, right? Like, you're the gay guy. Then I'm not getting the vibe, but maybe I'm missing something. And I'm like the clueless, like, straight girl, maybe we'll have, like, hijinks together, you know, <laughs> and he's like, I really like you, I want to kiss you, and I'm like, what, 
really? So, yeah. Well, that's fun. That's yeah. cool. And it was super fun. I called her. I'm like, yeah, actually, he's not. So, booyah! <laughs> that is really funny. And I think it's awesome that you ended up, well, of course, you're a serial monogamous. So of course, you dated for five years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's so cool. Um, all right. So I did think of something that we should ask our listeners. And that is like, when do you think you should go and meet in person? Like, how long do you think? How many messages? Like, what kind of time frame? So that might be a cool thing if any of our listeners chime in. And I'm sure Erica and I will have our own opinions on that as well in future episodes. But that might be a good question to throw out to the our dear listeners. <laughs> yes, please let us know. The millions of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else to add for tonight, Erica? No, I think that's it. I think that's it too. All right. Then I'm going to sign us off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it really is going to be me constantly being like, how do I stop this recording? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a sign off. Thank <laughs> you.